I need to know if you guys are really ready to be my friend because it gets real, it gets gross, it gets terrifying. Are you ready? Niggas, get the hell out. If you're a part of my job label, go right now. It's about to get disgusting. It's about to get so fucking freaky. This is Candace Jasmine and this is Just an Image Season 2 Episode 1 So happy to be back with you guys And I'm here today of course with my Sound engineer, executive producer Wife, lover, best friend Business partner, baddest bitch With the locks, most sounds She's in the background today, I'm just guys. happy to be here guys I'm She, claim, she claims she in the background But she knows she's always going to be around and, you know, today we have a very special guest. I don't know if you guys remember her from season one. I think episode two or three, we got Latanya LaPeach and all the way in this building. Yes, 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 All yes. the way in this building. Yes, yes. All Thank you live. for having me. All, all the, the way, way live. We out Latanya LaPeach 215. Latanya LaPeach is in the building. Thank y'all, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This is Latanya LaPeach, and I'm out here live in the living color, and we doing it real big. Hey. So... <laughs> I call her Peachy. Nobody else can call her that. So, Peachy, tell them a little bit about yourself, what you got going on, what you do. Okay. Um, Latanya LaPeach, I am a uh, black-owned online business uh, uh, woman. Listen, I'm out here. I'm doing it real big. I sell jewelry. Um, right now, which is very popular, is the name, personalized, custom-made jewelry, earrings, necklaces, bracelets, and, and rings, and they all back in style. You know, history has a way of repeating itself, and I'm right here live in living color, and I'm right here set up for you guys to shop until you drop. I'm Latanya lapeach 215com Shop, get your bamboo style earrings. They come in gold, rose gold, and silver. Listen, we doing it real big. Bamboo earrings, at least two pair. At least two pair. And listen, if you one of them old bitches from back in the day that got two holes, get you uh get you the 50 mm and then fuck around and turn around and get the 80 mm. You out here, you live in the living Damn. color, yo. You doing a real big shop, LatanyaLapeach215.com. We out here, yo. So if you ever see my Candace Jasmine necklace, that's LatanyaLapeach215.com. If you ever seen sounds sound bracelet. That's Latanya LaPeach215. And if you ever seen her 94 bracelet, her 94 necklace, I'm sorry, that's Latanya LaPeach215. Listen, it's it's there. I can get it. I can get it for you in any style, any color, any shape, any size. I got it. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm going to tell you this right now. I got many and I got plenty. So, yes, Latanya LaPeach215.com. We out here, yo. So. Season two of Just the Image is going to be a little bit different. I got a few segments. You know, I was listening to some podcasts, and I really thought to myself, do I want to just talk straight through, or do I want to have layers, right? And I decided I need to have a little bit of layers. All right, so I'm going to layer you guys out. So the first layer we're going to do, the first segment, I'm going to introduce for season two is going to be the black women are my business honoree. And I came up with black women are my business because of my other business paper couture paper couture is a writing agency and we write all kinds of things, right? So I do resumes. I do ghost writing. I do speech writing, all these transcribing. I do 
everything. I can write any and literally everything. And I was in a Facebook group with my mentor, uh, Antoinette Minor, and she, I wrote on the Facebook group and I was like, you know, I have all these followers. I'm trying to turn them into customers. And she said, well, who's your target audience? And I said, well, everybody's my target audience because I write, so I can write for anybody. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, that's cute and all, but who, who do you want to target? Who do you want to market to? And my thing was, me being a black woman and coming, to my, and coming into my own as a black woman, I decided that black women are my target audience. Black women, no matter what you need, you need a resume, you need a speech written, you need you in school and you need ghostwriting done, or you in school and you need somebody to edit your papers or whatever the case may be, I want to be the person to be able to help you advance to that next step in your life. Sure. So black women are my business became my slogan for paper couture. And when I was thinking about segments, I really wanted to find a way to be able to honor the black women who I either know personally or know via social media. And the only way I could do that was shout them out. Let people know about their business. Let my audience know that these people are out there, the services they have to offer and what they can do for them. They can follow, use their services, whatever the case may be. Whatever it is that they do, my audience can get into. So, Black Women Are My Business Honoree will be the first segment throughout forever. Season two, three, four, five, even if we count, even if we stop counting seasons, right? So the first one I'm going to do, right, it's just episodes at this point. The first one I'm going to do, and I'm not doing this because she's my wife. I'm doing this because she inspires me. Why is she always talking shit, even in the background? (laughs) I'm doing this because she inspires me to be a better person, to be a better businesswoman, to be a better woman. So the first honoree is Mo Sounds. Mo Sounds is the CEO and founder of Eats for Beats. And Eats for Beats, as everybody knows, this podcast is powered by Eats for Beats. Eats for Beats is a multimedia (laughs) advertising agency that specializes in the black culinary community. And the way she came up with Eats for Beats was she really wanted to teach people that you can spend you know, the dollar that you spend at the poppy store and the dollar that you spend at the Chinese store, you can literally spend that within your own culture and really circulate the black dollar. And she really wanted to educate people about how to do that without having to go to, you know, fancy restaurants, just basic stuff that you do. You go into the corner right. store. You want a quick grub. You want a quick grub. Yeah. So that's where Easter Beats came from. And so... She has taken that and she's done so much more with that. Easter Beats now does artist mukbangs where we bring artists in and, you know, we feed them and we really get to the core of the audience. So you're not just plugging in music, they plug in themselves. And we bring in black caterers and black, you know, chefs that cook out their kitchen. And you ain't got to have no big fancy situation to be on Easter Beats or to be acknowledged by Easter Beats. And so Mo. She saw something that she wanted, as she always does, and she always goes after it, and she is conquering it, and she inspires me. Honestly, guys, she's the reason why Just the Image is a podcast. When I met her, 
I told her, you know, one, I wanted to be a singer. She wanted me to drop my album. Y'all not ready for that. This voice. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm the next Whitney Houston. But um, I told her, you know, a bunch of things I wanted to do. And she was like, well, why aren't you doing them? I didn't, you don't have an answer for somebody asking you why you're not doing something that you claim you want to do. So you either going to do it or you're going to punk out. I ain't a punk. You, you know, everybody know that about me. Oh. <laughs> In multiple oh, okay. areas of my life, I ain't no punk. Okay. 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 So she really got me together real quick and she inspires me to continue to grow and grow into the woman that I'm growing into and that I've become and grow into the businesswoman that I have become and continuously growing into. And she calls me out of my shit all the time, which, you know, it's a little annoying, but it's very necessary. So she is my first honoree, Mo Sounds. I just want to say thank you, and um, <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. And um, she's always happy to be here. You know, you know, I show my my love in other ways. I'm um, not really a, a words person, but uh, I I can I get mouthy sometimes. But you know, and I I love you, and I appreciate the you know acknowledgement. And I love yeah. you, and I appreciate the woman that you are helping me to become. Thank you. For you, those of you who don't know, I mean, if you are frequently on any kind of platform I'm on. Mo Sounds is the daughter of our guest, Latanya Lapeach. Oh, oh, wow. That's okay. my mommy. That's her mommy. Mommy. She out here, yo. She out here. <laughs> and Latanya yeah. Lapeach, she's going to get her own honoree. She's going to get her own speech and situation because she has become a mother to me in the absence of my own mother. Oh. But that's, a, that's a, see, nobody wants to cry to that. Oh. Drink a little wine, things happen, a little white more love. <laughs> shout out to shout out to my mother in law put me on. But um so that's the first segment that we're gonna do. It's always gonna be black women are my honorary. So if you know a black woman, um, or you think that there is a black woman that needs to be honored, whether I know them or not, I'll always do the research on them and figure out if that's somebody I really want to promote on this podcast. Yes. Slide into the DMs on just the image Instagram. Slide into the email, just the image. It's just the dot image at gmail.com. Can I can I say something? Next up out. Since we sucking dicks right now, let let mother say start with my ultimate suck. Listen, I celebrate both you women. I think you both are phenomenal. You're you're doing something that uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't really know how or find things to be complicated for themselves to do you know what i mean you're starting out on a business you're leaping out on favor of taking the time and the ownership of saying that you're going to work for self and that you're going to progress and do what you have to do to work for yourself to build your business to build your brand and what i say about you millennials and you generation z's and whatever fucking uh of a little fucking consonants you guys may be. I just want to say that at the end of the day, I love your entrepreneur spirit. It's phenomenal. It's great. And I celebrate you guys. And listen, you know, uh, each one teach one. And that's what it is that we have to do. You know what I mean? Um, I think you're great. And I, I like what you're doing. And I'm, I'm glad to be here tonight. Listen, we out here live and in living color. We doing it real big. I'm Latanya LaPeach, and this is the Each for Beats platform. And we just talking and shooting our shit. We doing what we doing. So a little bit of technical difficulties. A little bit of technical difficulties. Everything's Stay all tuned. right. Everything's all right. So we are the second part of the podcast. 
is obviously Hot Topic. And I really wanted to come up with a, like a really dope name for it, but I couldn't find one. It's just Hot Topics. It's just what the fuck is going on. I listened to one podcast, and they, they called their Hot Topic segment, We Your Business. <laughs> oh, from Tammy. From Tim, that's the worst shit I've ever. Hold on, which which Tammy? Tammy from Basketball Wives. Tammy Chronicle. So okay, so what? Okay, okay, so put me on. So she got a podcast right from Bonnie Chronicles, and it's her and her husband, and they have different segments, and she calls her hot topic segment "We in Your Business," and she said we call it "We in Your Business" because we in your business. Okay. I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. I stopped listening. I don't know why. I just. So it's Tammy from Basketball Wives, and it's called In Your Business. No, the podcast is called Chronic um, uh, Bonnet Chronicles. Yeah, well, I follow her on IG. So she has the podcast, which is on Spotify, anywhere you can find them, uh, podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, anywhere you can find just the image, you can find Bonnet Chronicles. Okay. Because we in your business. Because we in your business. Yeah. I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. It made me itch a little bit. So I was like, I can't. I don't know a name for Hot Topics, but Hot Topics. All right. So let's get into it. So let's get into it, right? So there's so many. It's not so many things. I had a hard time with this. I was telling Mo earlier. I was like, I'm trying to find things to talk about in Hot Topics, but... There are a lot of things going on that I'm just not sure I give a damn about. And it really be like that sometimes. Like, just don't shit be going on. And you just be like, do I give a fuck? You're just not interested. I'm just not interested. We got an election coming up. We do uh, got election we definitely coming up. have election coming and up. And your president definitely had COVID for, for, I think he only had it for 48 hours, according to him. He had it for, for, for two days. For two days. And then he was good after that. He was... Everything was great. Everything was all right. Plus year old man. Everything was amazing. He felt, you know, younger than he had in, in the last 20 years. If you take amazing, great, wonderful, good out of his vocabulary, what does he have? Nothing. He has corona. COVID. Well, <laughs> by the way, uh, today's the last day to go register to vote. So I hope you guys have registered to vote. And right. if you're doing mail-in ballots, do them as soon as possible because if you've been getting mail, you already know the way this shit's going. All right? <laughs> she capping, y'all. We sent our our joint We sent in our mail-in ballots out today, yeah. but we've been registered. I've been registered when I was 18. Okay. And I had okay. to. I actually had to re-register when I moved in with you in 2018. For sure. And for the first time, I voted in the, the midterm election. I never did that before. I didn't even know what that was. Um... I've gotten a lot better since I know Mo. <laughs> so I know, babe, I've become a much better woman. Make you a better woman. Make I, a better I woman, celebrate yeah. that, too. And Peach. Okay? Because if you don't vote in Peach's house, you If you don't vote in my house, house, you don't have nowhere to live. You're evicted. That's like, you evicted. That and that's facts. facts. My, 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 my grandmother uh, was a Black Panther, and she supported all civil rights and equal rights for uh, rights for people. And so, me not voting just seems like a dishonor to to the ancestry. So, I don't want to be a part of that. Uh, it's going to be a negative for me. All that uh, Democrat or Republican or Independent. Listen, at the end of the day, if you don't vote, that's a vote for Trump. We want him out of here. Get him out of here. Put him in a rocking chair. Peach. 
So did y'all hear about speaking of Trump and voting and election? And let's go into the whole tidbit of it. So we can talk about the Ice Cube thing. Oh wow, you want to go there? I used to love Ice Cube. Let me. No, wait a minute. Now come on, goddamn. I used to love him. Okay, that was my husband. Okay, now they get ready to talk this shit. Babies. All right. I used to love him. It kind of fell off a little bit. Method Man is not my baby daddy. But um, Ice Cube came up with the Queen Child Project. I'm sorry. The Platinum Plan. I'm sorry. The Platinum it's, it's Plan. It's not the Queen Child's Project. But the Let's fact go. that they call it Platinum, is that bling? Is that like, you know, so the ultimate high plan? The Why the plan? fuck it got to be the Platinum Yeah, plan? it's supposed to be the ultimate high plan Whatever. for the betterment of black people. Says who? Who he sat down with? He sat down with himself, and he came up with Okay, so he came up for a plan for 13% of the fucking population, and he ain't conversed or talked to nobody. I don't know. I ain't saying that is right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm just saying, how did he come up with the platinum? Platinum. The platinum plan. How did he come up with it? Nobody knows. But apparently, he, he came up with the plan, he put it out there, and he says that the Democrats... And the Republicans both Democrats came to and him. Republicans. Okay. And the Democrats kind of gave him a little pat on the shoulder. And the Republicans embraced what he was trying to do. And so I will say this, though. The woman who got on Twitter and and added him. And used his name and, used and his, his celebrity. And said, thank you for working with thank us. Thank you for working with she us. She did that for Kat. Yeah, she, she did, did that to get the black she vote. Absolutely did. So did he? He said he does. He didn't endorse anybody. Did he necessarily endorse anyone? No. But now your name is in the same sentence with Trump and his administration. Ice Cube went on a rant. He said when he rode the school bus, he was called a sellout. When he started rapping, he was called a sellout. When he left NWA, he was called a sellout. So I guess he's basically used to being called a sellout. My thing about it is, though, we Darren know... Darren Cameron said that he'd been called that all his fucking life. That nigga So my thing is, is that these black men who are successful at this point in time in their lives, are they harboring ill issues from their childhood because they never felt accepted? So now they feel like they got to make decisions and 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 do things the place they stamp in society like listen come on let's not talk about this shit i'm not saying that that's what's happening can i chime in yes i think that they are artists and they're sensitive that's what they're artists and that's why no no no, let me finish that's why yes you're supposed to you know stand up and be political and everything in your artistry however artists some artists don't have the physical capability and mind strength as politicians, right? So we look at you like, damn, why can't we get a black person who's already in politics, already talking this stuff, playing the game, already, you know, got a, a feel of the game? Why can't we all just come behind him and push him and make him? And who is him again? This is, there's plenty of black I'm sure... Like we, we had Obama. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... Like, we don't have no black candidates that we that all black people are coming together to say, hey, this guy is, is talking the talk that we're talking. Mm-hmm. He's doing this. Her, you know, I'm just saying guy, just, you know, women, woman, whatever. 
You say black someone of let's of, all come of, together. My thing is, as I hate black th- people to get behind the person that's already trying to get there. Yeah. So who is it? Who's the black there? person? That's I'm, trying sure to do it. I'm sure it's somebody. I'm sure it's somebody. I'm sure it's somebody. But at the end Artists of the day, are sensitive and y'all not built for that political game. Not saying that all of y'all not. Y'all game is creatively. Stick to it. That's Hold why up. people but look at y'all weird, especially if y'all. Y'all rich and y'all talking all this other stuff. Me as a poor person, I'm like, these niggas can't relate to me. You ain't been poor and in poverty since the 90s. Since the 90s. But Even wait a minute. Then. Now, wait Even a minute. Hold then. up. Hold up. Hold up, you millennials. Even before that. Hold up, you millennials. So put Hold all up. energy and focus behind First that. First of all, let me tell you something. to get his name out there politically. Bam. Listen. I didn't think the conversation was going to be about politics well, tonight. Well, let's, let's get it. But no, what I want to say is, is that you can't take somebody else's struggle and give them the level of what struggle is. Ice Cube has a background, as do uh, any, uh, probably even, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cameron. Maybe even him. They all got backgrounds, but at the end of the day, there has to be a heart and a sensitivity for you wanting to help people and see people and deal with people greater than you deal with yourself. Mm-hmm. That has to come from somewhere. It can't mm-hmm. be taught. It can't be, it can't be teached. That has to come from somewhere. And when a motherfucker don't have it, believe that they don't have it. And when those that do and those people who do have it, and it's of your alignment and agreement of what you think is so, then you follow that and you support that. It's different. Everybody's story is their personal story. And they internalize the bullshit however they choose it. Is it right? Is it wrong and different? We can debate about that shit. Ice Cube is 51. 51. When did he get Who grew up? Who grew up? He's been richer. He's been wealthier longer than he's been broke. Stop it. Your perspective is different. You've been wealthy longer than you've been in poverty. Stop it. Your perspective is is different. So let's get behind a young person who want to be in politics. Get behind them. Share our struggle. So you talk to them and be like, yo, I used to come from where you da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And you get behind them when we all come together collectively and push that brother forward. Push that sister forward. That, all that shit he talked don't matter. You've been wealthier longer than you've been in poverty. You can't, there's nothing you can say to me. Jay-Z can't talk about the block. No more. He can't. He can't. He cannot. And that's what, I think that's the difference between a generational thing. Y'all ain't ain't in the hood. Y'all ain't in the streets no more. You feel what I'm saying? It's the same thing. History repeats itself, of course. But with social media and how we got to move around in the streets. UCA by BI. UCA by business. You see everybody business. You see everybody business. So the thing about it is, when it comes to Ice Cube and when it comes to Cameron, I think there's two different things going on, right? Cameron reminds me of a man who was a nerd in high school who who didn't go to prom with the person he wanted to go to prom with or got turned down 
or wanted to be seen as something that he wasn't and then he got you know grown and he got into this position and he's just like I'm trying to keep my job because that was his argument how can you be mad at somebody how can you be mad at me and I'm just trying to do my job sir your job is supposed to be justice first of all let me say this it's not supposed to be political it's supposed to be justice and that's not what you got what's his position listen he's the attorney general of fucking Kentucky however let me tell you about this shit I just watched on The Breakfast Club um, uh, Breonna Taylor's mother and family on there and they had um, um, Tamika Mallory on there. At the end of the fucking day, there was a juror from that um, uh, uh, from that jury that felt uncomfortable and felt whatever within. However, that all the information that they were supposed to be getting wasn't getting. He has allegiance to the police officers because when he got in office, the FOPs, they supported him. I'm talking about uh, Daniel Cameron. They supported him. So when he sits and he speaks in his dialect about, you know, he's going to find justice and he understands what this position holds and everything he's supposed to do, that's his allegiance of what he has to do for the FOPs. No, for sure. They supported him. Then why that he got nothing? Absolutely. So him sitting up here lying to the face of Breonna Teller, mother, is superficial. She even said that he looked like he had some tears in his eyes. So is it he's doing his job? He's doing his job. So that he got supported and elected to do. The thing about him is that he is doing quote unquote However, his job. However, right? All these things that he has I- more faith in the in the people that he plays golf with. The white people who put him in, the white people who he thinks can keep him, can keep his job for him, he has more faith in him than he in them than he does in his own people. You know why? Do you know why? Attorney General, he gonna run for governor. Yeah, uh, yep. he's gonna run yep. for vice yep. president. Kamala was an attorney general, and we right now get ready to vote her into vice presidency. That's a fact. There's an agenda that is greater than black people who are only 13 percent of the Ooh. fucking population of people, America. And when it comes to there's an agenda. People, he can't side. With the families and the people, even if his heart, even if his fucking black ass heart feel the need to do it, he can't. Because black people are seen as a short game. He fucking can't. And everything else seen as long game. And he he can't. He's playing a long game. It's the he get, can't. It's the get out scene. It's the definitely the get out scene. Remember when he saw the black boy at the party? He like, yo, brother, what's up? And the boy just was. Just stared at him, looked at him, lost. Lost. You can't. The 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 thing is, and hold on, I didn't think that the podcast tonight was gonna be this heavy. I thought we was talking about this events podcast and can go But everywhere. at the end of the day, this is real shit. At the end of the day, I'ma say this. Couple things gonna have to happen with this Biden Harris return. No? No tech. No tech. No, I'm saying okay, but I can talk about the yeah. subject. Cause yeah. if I'm saying something that's a little no, no, wild, no, 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 no. then correct me. If you know anything about just the image, we said some wild shit. I'm saying on that here. Biden Harris Joe they right now putting out all kinds of wild shit, right? 
and we gonna give. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two minutes of political shit. I say two, make it four, but I'm going, and then we can change the subject. They right now today. I've been hearing about Joe Biden and some pedophile shit. They've been saying that Joe Biden is a sucker for wearing a mask. Joe Biden and uh, some just some real wild shit with his son Hunter and all kinds of shit. The the conversation piece is goofy about this whole Biden campaign. They got videos of him. Videos of him and doing all kind kinds of wild shit. This motherfucking president, this number forty five, Donald Trump, Donald J Trump, and the J. Stands for Jiffy. Jackass. No, I'm calling him Jiffy. <laughs> Jiffy peanut butter. Peanut butter without the crunchy nuts in it. Peanut butter smooth is just peanut butter. But when you got a peanut butter crunchy, mm-hmm. that do something different. He's just fucking plain. Oh, no nut in it. No nothing. Just Jiffy bars. But I'm going to say this. So this motherfucker turned around at the end of the fucking day. He, the shit that he's talking about and the shit that he's doing is just real is 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 minute. Is is he just lying? Yeah. He's talking to his base of just lies. He's talking on Fauci. He's talking on bad about uh he even threw his own fucking um advisor under the table before he found out that he had COVID. Oh well she hugged a lot of the soldiers. <laughs> like she just a motherfucking she, she just a, she puss. loose with that puss. She just a she soldier. She holds a lot hugger. of soldiers. She just she a soldier. She hugs soldiers hugger. and she kisses people. She's a young person. She hugs soldiers. Did you just call this bitch a hug? How many soldiers am I interacting with daily? Nigga, get the f- Is that true? Yeah. He called her a The people over here, the people over here, they like, I'm dead. Listen, no, we over here just talking some real little, little other shit. Like, the shit is crazy. Go ahead. I can keep it going with the bullshit. It is what it is. The peach in the building. We out here. Thanks for tuning in, uh, folks. A lot of friends and family out here. They listening. They tuning in. We here on Just the Image Podcast. They, I'm, I'm, I'm a guest. But I'm taking over like I'm a host. But I'm a guest on the, you know... The podcast, just just because uh, we talking our shit. But go ahead. What's going on, Kenny Kane? But the murder story when it comes to Ice Cube is that... Oh, that's what I was saying. So when it comes to Cameron, he didn't get invited to prom. But when it comes to Ice Cube, I feel like Ice Cube is part of the... Well, we don't have to vote for Biden and Harris. We can vote for anybody who has the black agenda. Do you think he's confusing people? I don't think he's, I think he is confusing people because I feel like you got two kinds of voters, right? I feel two main kinds of voters and there might be other types out there, but you got the ones who feel like we need to get this nigga out of of the White House and then Mm -hmm. we can do whatever it is that we need to do. Right. And then you have the strong group that's on my Twitter. Yeah. That feel like, well, we don't have to vote for anybody. We can vote for whoever has our best agenda. But we're in a, a political year. We're in a voting year. Everybody has our best agenda. Everybody's the best. Everybody, everybody got our best agenda every, versus Blake. Then Blake right. Trump. Everybody Maybe got our best agenda. Everybody, of course, Trump is going to listen to the Queen Child Project because he wants that vote. He's he not trying to get out. 
He he don't want to get out. He's not, and even if he even if he's voted out, he's not leaving willingly. I want y'all to realize what we're gonna have to do from November fourth until January when he's supposed to get out in order to get this nigga out. Listen, you have to knock that nigga out with horse tranquilizers and take him out while he sleep. You guys, all this is sounds great. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. Republican. Here she goes. Yeah, yeah, she got it. Here she got it's cute. Here she got In order for black people to do anything, we have to come together economically. Mm. Facts. So none Facts. of this shit don't mean Facts. nothing. Facts. Facts. We're not, we're not bringing our money together. Yes. And we're not yes. doing things and building great things for the benefit of us. None of this shit matters. And we don't, and it Here won't it matter simply because you can divide us. We've we've been divided, but you can continue to divide us. And in and, and, and that's and God's I, good year of twenty twenty, you can continue to divide us. Knowing what we know, you continue and you can continue to divide us. Because Trump said, <laughs> not Trump said, Trump gave niggas PUA money. Facts. Trump gave niggas thousands. Of dollars, facts for them to do whatever. The he gave them thousands of dollars, even in the midst of riots, facts and protests. And I'm gonna turn and the camera on me because I got something to say. Trump did give a lot of PAU money out. Niggas broke crab legs, Hennessy, guns. Beat up cars that still don't fucking drive right now in, in, in three months of receiving their PAU money. And that's where all the fucking crime is coming into play in Philly. I'm speaking Philadelphia. Yo, people got guns who never had guns before. People got cars. People who got never cars who cars never had before. cars before. No license, no registration, no insurance. PAU money... Gave a lot of come up to people. But you know what but he also said. But when it's gone, it's gone. But you know what he also said? You niggas ain't getting shit else until I get back in office. There's no more stimulus or no nothing until after the election. The election is two weeks away. It's not going to happen. AKA, we got to fend for ourselves. A.K.A. you niggas not getting shit if you don't involve me back in If you don't nothing. get me back in Absolutely office. Absolutely nothing. You're and, getting nothing. Again. When you give people who never had anything or not familiar with owning land and owning property and ha- having uh, thousands of dollars coming in like that, you fuck them with giving them that money and then, you know, you, you know they're going to run rampant. But that's what you want. You want to put you money back that. into the community. No, you're not putting money into. No, when motherfuckers go out and buy cars and buy guns and buy food and buy crab legs, destroys the community. No, but that's still money going back into the the entire yes. system yes. of yes. things. That, that's that, what they gave it to you for, cause they knew what was going to happen. Exactly, that's my point. We're saying you didn't take that money and flip and make a business. And if you did, then congratulations. However, there are some folks who don't know. No, there's a lot of us that don't know. Right. It's a lot of us. I'm not so shaming. we have to provide the information. Us as black folks, we, can't, we take on to information 
And, you know, it's like when we know some shit, we capitalize off of it. Mm-hmm. Because we're not supposed to know anything. Black folks are not supposed to know nothing. No, You're not supposed to know where thing. you came from, who you come from, who, uh, <laughs> anything. About finance, you anything, none of that shit. You're not supposed to know that stuff. So when we find some information about some shit, we take take it, run it, run with it, be real personal with it. Whispering in the oh, house. Oh, how you how you how you get on with that? And they say, how you selling that jewelry? I'm supposed to share. You sh- you have to. You have to. You have to do. Multiple to. business, multiple businesses can operate. At the same, same at the time. same time, the yeah. same like we got fifty thousand fucking different types of breads. We have Kmart. Was Kmart still a thing? Kmart, Kmart Walmart, Walmart, Target, Target um, Home Goods, all those places. All these shit. people, even right down, even right down to Home Depot and Lowe's, because you know Home Depot sell curtains and they sell all the shit that you can buy at Walmart and Target. This is all the same. nobody knows that, but you can. This is all the same stuff. Facts. And they all operate, and they're all successful, and they're all doing their thing. And they all doing their thing, and they right. all Trump supporters. Yeah, of course they are. Because, because that's where the Trump is, is, if you're rich and you got money, you're getting a cut. Especially if you own a business. You're paying no taxes. You're I paying no taxes. that any person that went up, uh, that probably elevated in a tax bracket within the last five years is a Trump supporter. Definitely vote for Trump. How much you want to bet? Anybody... Who literally just, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but anybody who literally just elevated within the five years, like now they make a hell of, like, more money than they've ever made, I'm, I'm sure they're Trump supporters. They're Trump supporters. And those are the people who it. care about money more than they care about people, but you need people to make money, so. Well, I'll say this, but then again, I feel like I kind of agree with capitalism, in a sense. I'm in a sense. In a sense. Because in if sense. I have a niche... And I have something, and I know that I can sell it. I don't want. I, I don't know if I want to share that with somebody, necessarily. However, I do want to provide you some game <laughs> to know that maybe you can follow in my footsteps <laughs> at some point when you put in the hard work. You know what I mean? Like I get that concept. Like I get that, and I like kind of like respect it in a sense. But I don't want to abuse it to where I become this rich dick. And it's like fuck all the poor people. I'm laughing at you guys. Huh? The only oh, thing, the only thing, I'm I'm gonna support what you're saying, but the only thing that I'm gonna say is a little bit different is is that we're living in the time of COVID. And my thing is that Trump, if he would have continued to do whatever he thought or th- or, or or his process of thinking of doing great to the economy would have been, and he would have got a handle on COVID. We walking around here with fucking masks mask where we hear him on tape february 7th 2020 telling a reporter on how bad it is and what's to come but you don't close the economy or shut down or try to do anything to get some order with the shit until march 16th and my thing is people listen that's over a month like dictatorship it's very dictatorship it's very dictatorship. That is caring about money more your than money, caring about your money, your business, and people. You don't give a fuck about people. He has no regard over people. However, let me tell you something about this. The average person, I hate to say this, 
but it's starting to feel like regular people don't give a fuck about regular everyday people. Oh, no. And you yeah. don't want to say that and put it out there because it's almost a curse word. Because you like to think that this still is only a couple bad apples in the bunch. But as we start to fucking live and see this shit during a fucking pandemic, people are fucking evil. When you see all them damn People Karens, are fucking evil. All These the Karens? The Karens. Mm. I'm entitled to come in Walmart with a mask. No, they're literally or, I'm calling the police on you. And you're like, who the fuck? Fuck. Gives a fuck. That Gives a much. fuck that much. That's one. And then two, a mask is protecting not just yourself, but somebody else. And you want to fight and you're so disgruntled about wearing a mask. But you know why? Because now Trump sold it, makes it as you, weakness. It, it makes you feel like you're not superior. Mm. You're just as much, you as, are just as human as everybody ooh, else. You are you not are just as above. Because so at the end if of the I day, tell you a white person who you can't come in here without a mask, I am, I'm stopping you from having access to something that you feel like you should have access to. And being white, you should have access so to everything. So up. now you feel like a black person and now you piss the fuck off. So, like now, so, so now so you, you feel like everybody through. else. Cause and and no, we get ready to say I, I, it's jumping out of us. You used to make black people at one time who were nothing in society at one point. Jim Crow, civil rights movement, whatever time frame you want to fucking pick and choose. You here. can't come in here. You, you black skin, you black person, you black focus, you you black being. But now when you make everybody wear a mask. And everybody's equal level. You can't come in without one. If you black or white, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, Asian, whatever color you are, you can't come in. And that's the inferiority. Mm -hmm. That's the inferiority. Mm -hmm. You feel like that you just put me with every fucking body. Come on. Is this what this goddamn podcast was about? Today? White people are being treated like niggas right now and they don't like it. They don't like it. White people being treated as niggas and they don't like it. Oh, they can't stand it. You got you nothing to my white people that's out there. And if y'all watch this, this ain't this ain't racial shit. Listen, this is just if it, hurt, if it hurt, it must apply to some level. Man. Well, I ain't talking about the. I'm not. We not talking about the ones that's thorough. You feel me? We talking about people one, who feel if entitled. It, listen, if it, we if talking it, about people who feel entitled. If it don't apply, let it fly. If it don't apply, let it if fly. You mad, I don't care. There if are you mad, people, you mad for a reason. What was it in Michigan? Facts. Who was it? The Michigan governor. I don't know. Let me see. Well, let me see it what was the people a, saying out here. It this was a governor, a, and I think it was Michigan that they were going to kidnap because they wanted their gyms to open. Geez. They didn't want to have to wear masks. They wanted their, they wanted to be able to reign free as they've always reigned. Yo, there was a video I just showed you with the with the woman. Well, she got pissed off about a Black Lives Matter mask, but that was something different. They don't. There are crowds going through targets that are yelling "No more masks." You are willing to die instead of being told you can't have access to somewhere because 
you have to do what you don't want to do or what you don't feel like doing. You want to die for it. White people are being treated like niggas and they don't like it. But they don't see. They don't see the connection. They just know that they're being denied access to something when they feel like they should have access to literally everything in the world. That's some wild shit. And it's and it's crazy. And however, Candace, keep it moving to the next topic. Let's. I let's, mean, yeah. Let's, let's I mean, lighten the tone. Of let's me. lighten the tone. Because you know I can go on that. Let's lighten the tone. We gonna lighten the tone. Yo, yeah, yo, yo, yo. Next, yo, we t- next topic. We just talking. We got an opinion. So, Listen, uh, at the end of the day, I want to say this though, because a lot of times you got to remind people, and and we're, we're recording this, so you got to remind people that we all, at the end of the day, have an opinion because this this, this is our life. This this is our time. And if we don't talk about it, then we can't discuss it and we can't have change and we're, or we can't bring knowledge of what... Knowledge of self. Of self and, and one's, a, and one's self, other. But, you know. but no, really, like you got to bring up these subjects and these conversations. We're, we're, we're approaching an election in less than two weeks. You know what I mean? And this election, more than any other time, is going to determine... What our future is, especially us of black and brown content, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, we, we, we can't ignore it and we can't be shy about discussing it, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. We out here, a lot of people watching, a lot of folks ain't commenting. I think people not commenting because it's wrong, it's wrong, it's a lot. So, all we're gonna end that with. If you have not voted via mail-in ballot and you're going to the polls, take your snacks, take your your chairs, whatever you need to take, and just vote. Mm-hmm. vote. Early voting started this week, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So early voting started this week. You can do your mail-in votes. You can go out on the 3rd of November and vote. But whatever, however, whenever, however, whatever way you do it, go ahead and vote. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, who's my favorite singer, Sam? Favorite singer. I think one, one of my favorite touch singers. On a lighter note. One of your favorite. Babe, you like a lot of R&B. I know, but I like deep voiced women. Tony. Tony. Tony Braxton. Okay. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I knew that. Tony Braxton is a woman who you hear stuff about her. She don't really say too much. She kind of, you know, just let a lot of shit slide off her back. I think she's over 40 now, so she's really addressing a lot of things. And recently, she cussed Tamar Braxton's ex-boyfriend, David, the fuck out. Okay, so wait a minute. Let me, because I'm I'm not up on this, so let me just repeat so I can have a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. Tony Braxton, mm-hmm. the big sister of Tamar Braxton. Mm-hmm. Cusses out the boyfriend of her younger sister. Mm-hmm. And they're no longer together? No. So, if anybody remembers, in July, Tamar had a suicide attempt. She was Yes. Going, they said she was going through a lot. She had a suicide attempt. I personally, I think David tried to kill her. I'm going to be really honest with you. According to Vince, he had threatened to kill Tamar before. And he had threatened, he had told Tamar something along the lines of, we're going to end up in this, in a murder-suicide 
situation. The boyfriend said that to Tamar. The, the boyfriend, David. The African. African. Let me tell you something. See, nope. I won't. I won't go there. I won't go there. Go ahead. So, and Tamar at one point in time, <laughs> I'm gonna remember and bring it up later. She, one time she called him a man's man. She said, you know, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do that and whatever the case may be. And he's African. And she made a joke like they think they're smarter than everybody, which Africans do. It's not a discrimination. They really think they, they, they're smarter than everybody. Um, but they were together for a little while and she was actually thinking about getting remarried and all these wonderful things. And I'm not sure what exactly happened. Nobody really knows unless you're within what really happened. But in July, she had a, su- a suicide attempt. Um, and now we're at the point where David has called Tamar violent. He has claimed domestic abuse. He has tried to get a restraining order against Tamar. However, Tamar... And people around Tamar are saying that actually David is the abusive one. Wow. And David, I mean, the whole we're going to end up in a murder-suicide text, that's enough for me. Psycho. So, can I I play devil's advocate? (laughs) Always. Always. Can I play devil's advocate? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you a bitch-ass nigga if you got a bitch tied up in a motherfucking restraining order? Like I know, and I'm just, and I'm just, I ain't never been that crazy, and I know some wild bitches, but I don't really know no goofy, over the top, crazy. Well, I probably do, but I just never known anybody in my immediate circle where the boyfriend or the guy or the husband or whatever put a bitch on, you know, <laughs> needed a fucking restraining order. Like, what's the comeback from that if? If he got you on a restraining order, is he just telling everybody he's scared of you? So, I think, so... I, I mean, I, w- I want somebody... Any of my G's, any of my homies that's out there, like, I've never put a restraining order on a guy, but I know how you could or have to. Mm-hmm. I just make sure your four, my 4-4 four, four, make sure your kids don't grow. Damn. Like, we ain't running from niggas. Like, at the end of the day, it's something to keep a motherfucker off you. But I'm a different type of chick. But what I am saying is, is that if a guy puts a restraining order on a female, what does that say? Like, do you tell your boy, like, man, I put a restrainer out on this bitch. Like, she off the chain. She doing the most. So what that does is it creates a paper trail. So, you already got the whole she attempted suicide. The you girl. Are, you already got the she attempted the girl attempted suicide. You already have the, well, she 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 be snapping out and she be cussing all the time. Women now, doing it. <laughs> you have the restraining order to say, I'm in danger. So, when you turn around and you do something to harm her, you got the paper trail that say maybe he had a right to do it. So it sounds like at the end of the day, have the paper trail uh, put the restraining order in. It sounds like because some some of these women can be a bit much. They can be. They can be. But what should and the guy like? Listen, I ain't trying to go to penitentiary because I, you know, fucking choked you out or nothing like that. But what's so, the definition of a bit much? Know. Is she a bit much because she's mouthy? Is she a bit much because she says the shit that you don't want to hear? You don't want her to say? Or is she a bit much because you feel like? 
This bitch might actually kill me. No, this bitch a bit much because she show up at your job and she talk to your manager and say how fucked up a person you are. Or she show and up she at putting your, all your shit out there. Or she show up at like, your you job don't want, You don't want your girlfriend or your ex or whatever chick or dude that you dealing with and they show up at your job and they in your manager's office trying to convince them. Check I got one better. You, <laughs> you got one better. You in high school, and the bitch run back to the principal in the school. Y'all have an argument outside of school. She <laughs> runs back to the school and tell the school people that you punched her all in her face. <laughs> That's a true story. Get you story. suspended for five damn days. True story. Get you uneligible to play basketball your junior and year. And you didn't that's what, what punched her. That's what that's I'm saying. Crazy. I feel like that's what he's doing. I feel like he's creating a paper trail of bullshit so he can continue to do bullshit. But Tony got on Twitter and she tweeted. She and she tweeted defended her sister. And she called him a weasel, a ferret. A ferret. She said, do not include my children in your shenanigans and leave my family alone. That's and what Tony said. That's what Tony said Why about that him. Why didn't come from Tamar? Because Tamar, Tamar still hasn't said anything. Tamar, Tamar still see that nigga on the weekends and they still fucking. Like, yeah. let's keep it, let's keep it hundred. Big sister spoke up for her, but Tamar still going running seeing this. I feel food. like Tamar is still trying to let's make it work. Let's act like we don't know what's really happening. No, nah, I do. I Fuck feel like Tamar here. is still trying to make it work with him a little bit, chill. Tamar's so trying, but wait a minute. If Tamar's trying to work with him, here they go. They got me all caught up in this bullshit. If Tamar is still working with him, why is Tony sending him to the big sister messages? Come on, y'all. I'm a big sister. I know how they go. Gene said, bye, did you punch her? <laughs> did you punch her? No, I didn't. I swear. We argue. And uh, you know what's so crazy? It was literally like a movie. We was arguing, and then a friend came up, and literally once while I was about to punch this hoe, a friend came up and grabbed me. It was like, <laughs> never mind, my mom's here. But <laughs> she grabbed me and was like, come on, no, we're not doing that. And then I went home, and then the bitch ran back to the school. Remember, I G should remember. You and my mom came up there to the school, talk about, no, this is our junior year. She has to play basketball. And they, they said no. All right, so what's the next topic? I'm just saying. Uh, that was uh, do shit. we have another topic? Yeah, we plenty. Have, Let's we go. have plenty. We have topics. plenty. Okay. And plenty. And I only plenty got four topics. people in, but th- I want to say, listen, guys, thank you. I want to shout out my sister, Jean. I see uh, Aisha Carter. She's out here. Dorian Wingate. Hey, Net Net, what's up? Pamela Buxton, we out here. Gina Ingram. Kita out here. Listen, I'm... This isn't my podcast form. I'm on Eats for Beats podcast, but... She's on Just the Image podcast. I'm Just the Image podcast. I'm sorry. Just the Image podcast. However, we just talking about random topics. Topics. If there's anything you guys want us to give an opinion about or something you think that, you know, you want us to mention or whatever, listen, go in and um, type it in and we'll shout you out and we'll give our, you know, our two cents on it, right? Right. Um... Also, are are we are are we doing promotion like go ahead, people looking for a platform? Promotion stuff. No, me. I was gonna say if you guys are looking for a platform to be able to come and um do your your music, 
or food, if you're a vendor or a restaurant person or anything of that sort or a chef, East for Beats has a platform where you can come and do a, a live broadcast for a, a, a fee. You know what I mean? It's all negotiable, but reach out to them. Follow them. East for Beats on IG. Follow me, Latanya um, underscore LaPeach215 on Instagram. And we out here. We live and live in color. We doing it real big. Listen, we got to celebrate ourselves and each other. If not us, then who? If not you, then who? If not me, then who? You got to sell your brand. Celebrate yourself. Listen, if you have something that you're selling or a business that you got going, drop it into my DM. Drop it into my box. We want to celebrate you. We we out here. Come sell and represent your platform. We live. We Liddy. We out here. And we just, just the image again, as she was talking about, is bought to you by Eats for Beats. Eats for Beats is a multimedia and advertising platform where we specialize in the black culinary community. Hey. And so if you are black culinary, if you black chef, black caterers, black restaurants, you cook outside your house, whatever it is that you do when it comes to the black culinary community, Eats for Beats supports you. And we love you, and we want to be able to help you activate your audience. So come on over and have a conversation with us. Hit us up, eastforbeats.com. It's a beautiful website. Shout out to Skylo for their website. We absolutely adore them. And check out our, all of our social medias. If you're an artist and you just want to eat some good food and you want to, you know, activate, bring on another audience so you can talk about yourself and really, you know, do your thing. East for Beats is the platform for that. Also, starting on weekends, East for Beats is about to hook you up from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. with these grilled pizza and grilled wings. I said grilled pizza, not pizza you throw in the oven. I'm not talking a little microwavable pizza. I'm talking about a pizza that you can customize. You can have a little shrimp and spinach. Mm-hmm. Little pepperoni and peppers. And little shrimp and pepperoni. And Whatever it is that you're feeling, okay? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, starting November 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Starting from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. We got you. Do a little combination. You know, we got a little combination special. A little $20 combination special. Save yourself a little $5. Get some wings and pizza, you know. Feed your hunger. Nourish your body. On the late night with the munchies. On the late night and continue to circulate that black dollar within our community hey. because that's what East for Beats is literally all about. That is what East for Beats is literally built on. That is literally our foundation. No, literally. 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 And it's literally 2020 and Bad Girls Club is talking about doing a reunion. Hey. <laughs> Natalie Nunn <laughs> and what's her name Taisha Tanisha I'm just not prepared I ain't get no sleep cause of y'all y'all ain't get no sleep cause of me hey. arguing mom did you ever watch the backlog I watched about two episodes of it and they um, had 17 seasons you I was no episodes? I wasn't interested a bunch of bitches I I've seen like a strong five because I feel seasons. like out of out of the seventeen episodes, it was only two strong bitches that could really whoop ass. Remember that season where the a girls bitch tear your bra off in a fight doesn't mean she won. A, a bitch throw a drink in your face doesn't mean she fucking won. You ever been in a fight? I 
No, no, no. Listen, I'm from North Philly. You ever been in a fucking fight? Let me tell you something what happens in a fight. When this bitch got your hair in her teeth in your motherfucking head and you don't know which one you want to let up or her to let up off you, teeth or grab me your motherfucking head. And this wasn't bitches' wigs snatching off. This was their real natural plait hair that they grandma did. And they got real hair. And, and, and the bitch grabbed you from the root. And when she snatched it out, she snatches the entire fucking braid in here and you got a bald spot. That's fucked up. Fuck a wig. You can snatch a wig. You can snatch off a, a lace a front. You have snatched You snatch a the lace front and say, yeah, and everybody jamming and having a good time and they throwing the wig around. But, when but you snatch a big cornrows? Come on. When a bitch snatch your braid out? <laughs> fucking cornrows. Are you kidding me? You snatch a bitch cornrows? Individual? That's a different type of fight. Because I'm going to tell you, once the girl realized that her cornrows were snatched, she loses it. She's like, ah! you know, and then that's everybody. that's a whole <laughs> row of hair. So you now snatch a whole row of hair out of my head. So yo, we now, out here. We live and living color, yo. Really hey, Gina. When you snatch your bitch cornrows, not her wig, you can snatch this bun off and throw it and play baseball with it. I don't give a shit about it. Not baseball. But if you snatch the cornrows from underneath here, I didn't caught a case. But hold on, wait, hold on, wait, come on. I didn't caught a case. If you got your braids snatched, did you get your ass whooped? If a bitch snatched your braids and it removed your scalp, you got your ass whooped. No, if she what you talking jumped, about. You heard she it here. If a girl snatched your braids no, 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 and you no. walk with a bald spot, oh mo, that happened to you. I got jumped. Up. No, but wait a oh my gosh, I'm I, so, I take that back, mo. No, 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 they jumped me. They it did. Like Hold five up, the mo. Bitches. They jumped mo. No, they Hold jumped on. Me. No mo. Now uh, wait a minute. The camera on me now. No, wait a minute. Them bitches attacked me. All right, before we wrap up, because we get ready to wrap up, and I just talked all that. I just talked all that. We're not wrapping up. I just talked all that shit. My baby girl, Mo Sounds. (laughs) That's my daughter. I'm my mother. Uh, The the camera on me? Well, Mo was in uh, first grade. Was it first grade? I'm like third, I think. Third Third grade. grade. Mo was in third grade. And she was in a fight. I'm going to talk no, to the mic. I was jumped. Okay, she was jumped. It was about five So minutes. I come to the school because I was a working mom. So I come up to the school and pick her up. Nobody calls me. Nobody sends a text. Nobody calls my phone. I don't get a, a letter in the mail. Nobody says anything. I go to the school and pick her up. Mo's in the principal office. She's not in the schoolyard. So I'm her mom. I'm coming to the schoolyard to pick her up. I'm I'm a mom. I come to the school to pick her up. I don't see my child in the schoolyard. I'm like, where's she at? I go to the principal office. My daughter is in the principal office. Little young second, third grade Monique. Her cornrows is snatched. I thought it was just a Off her head. It was about two of them. It wasn't a cornrow. It was a plaque. I have individuals. Whatever it was. And it was probably like two. 
All I saw was a ball spot. Roof gone, George Jefferson. <laughs> Roof gone, George Jefferson. For all you always you know that. Roof gone, George Jefferson. All this right here was gone. And my daughter, one, isn't in the schoolyard, so I already know that something happened. I goes into the principal office at the school, and she in there, roof gone, George yeah, Jefferson. All this ate up and gone. Somebody snatched her hair. And they said she was in a fight. I got jumped. She got jumped. She got jumped. She was got jumped. Who's jumping girl asses in the second grade? But that's a whole other story. Those South so, Philly bitches. Them South Philly girls. So, they got, she got oh, jumped. Baby. I come in there, and I go bananas. I lose it because the school call you about, oh, Monique's talking too much or, oh, you know, she didn't turn her homework in or, oh, Monique didn't show up for gym class or she didn't do that. But bitch, you don't call me about my motherfucking daughter braid snacks from her goddamn scout. You wait until I pull up to pick her up from school to show that. So I go crazy inside the principal office because I can't believe that. You've been calling all year about goofy shit, but you never call about that. So they like, Miss Ingram, calm down, calm down, calm down, whatever, whatever. I asked Monique, did you win the fight? I got jumped. She got jumped. She's saying she ain't sure. She she didn't feel like she got beat up. She just. No, but, but them cop kids. She lost her braids. But her cousins. My cousins, yeah. Her we, cousins retaliated. We retaliated. And, and then, listen, then my stadium statue. All right, I'm just saying. So the cop retaliated the cop kids. But we're not going to talk about that. So, um, I guess it's fair to say that if a girl grabbed you from the scout, you got your ass. You got your ass. (laughs) I think it depends. I think if she still, if she got two like individuals on you, you know, you, you got handled. I got handled. But if she snatched a whole corn roll. That's the shit that's Off your fucking scalp, you got your ass whooped. That's probably And you probably going to (laughs) eat And you probably gonna think, what's on these say? I was, I'm I was your best friend, friend and, and I was, was getting, getting my, my ass whooped. <laughs> wow. That's girlfriends. Okay. That's crazy. But no, I guess, yeah, you did get beat. <laughs> but all in all, Bad Girls Club is supposed to have a reunion, and I'm gonna watch it. It was 17, 17 seasons. No, because in the last couple of seasons, you can remember they brought the therapist in. Oh yeah, I do. So they couldn't. Be Yo, yeah, IG. Listen, yeah, IG. Funny shit. She ain't here plugging. She like talk about. Uh, no, she said travel 2021. R.I.C. <laughs> Regina. If you are looking to travel, if you're as looking, this go ahead, do a plug for and you know you need to get away. You need a getaway that gets you away from all the bullshit. Go to Rick Travel Agent R-I-C. and book your trip. R I C. Yeah, you can get to Mexico now for fifty dollars. No bullshit. Like you can get to Dominican Republic for a strong fifteen, all inclusive. Yeah, you can get to the Dominican Republic for fifteen dollars. All inclusive. All inclusive. Fifteen fucking strong bucks. Fifteen dollars. And Regina say, Council gonna make sure no, that she's no, no. taken care of. To make it sound like it don't mean shit, you gotta say bucks. <laughs> Fifteen strong bucks. Fifteen strong bucks. So go to Rick Travel 
So oh, book your trip. We actually getting ready to go to Jamaica. Yes, we are. Travel. For the vow renewal. That's not going to be popping. So we about to stay in our all-inclusive adult resort. And, you know, Rick Travel hooked us up with a dope-ass situation that we are going on five to seven days. I can't remember how many I days think we going five. I think we's on five. Broke so, you know. Okay. I'm not broke. We are not broke. Oh, Gene, Gene just posted www.rictravelconsultants.com. R W W Rick without the K. Rick R I C. Oh, that's how I shit. That doesn't R I C. Gene is a gangster. R I C travelconsultants.com. R I C. I represent the R I C. I told y'all I'm doing, I'm allowing, you know, free for now advertising of your business. It's yeah. not going to last for long. Shit, if it ain't. So should yeah. people be dropping any links? Drop I mean, your links in the your comments. Thing. Do your thing. And do if you are thing. a chef. Drop your links, yo. Drop your links in the comments. You're a chef. You're you a culinary. chef. You're you an artist. And you want to do artist, this You're You make stuff. You build beats. stuff. And yeah, like. Build stuff. Like kitchen walls and sinks and shit? I think that's what she meant. Yeah. Kitchen walls, sinks, and shit. No, that's not what we want. We eventually gonna want somebody to do that. Yeah, we need to get our Drop your link. If you like, if you like any of the uh, product that I have on, this is Latanya La Peach. This is um, custom made name jewelry. You can get this name. It can say Number One Mom. It can say Keisha. It can say Shaniqua. It can say. Tara, it can say Gladys, it can say whatever. Like, no, this is Lapis Jewelry. This here is the bamboo earrings with the name in it, Latanya Lapis. LL does say you get at least two pair, <laughs> you know what I mean? So we out here, Um, I got the ring jewelry, you know what I mean? The name ring jewelry, bracelet. Like, no, well, not the middle finger, it's just the finger, you know what I mean? It is what it is, I'm out here. LatanyaLapiece215.com. We doing it real big. Um, we good. You know who also doing it real big? Oh. Eddie Murphy. Ooh. What happened with Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy has Coming to America, the sequel coming out. I heard it's coming on Netflix. On Amazon. Right? Amazon. And Amazon they paid $150 million. It for $125 million. Million. Yes. Go, Eddie. And it's going to be released on December 18th. I love it. This year. And the concept is Prince Akeem has a long lost son in America and he's coming to America in order to get to know his long lost son. I want someone to guess who his baby mother is going to be. Nobody got it. Gabrielle Union. Nope. Come on, I need a range. Saturday Night Live. The uh, the woman, I forgot her name though. Mulatto. The one who played Kamala? Uh, Maya Ralph. Is that the one who played Kamala Harris? Mm-hmm. That's going to be his wife? Nope. Who? Leslie Jones. Get it's going to be his baby mom. Get the fuck. Y'all ready for the cast list? I got the cast list. I got the good cast list. All right, y'all ready? So. Hold up. Wait a minute. Leslie... Leslie Jones. So listen to the cast list. When did he knock her up and come into America? That's what I'm trying to figure out. So we got Eddie Murphy coming back, obviously. We got Lisa McDowell coming back. James Earl Jones. So Lisa McDowell is who he married. Right. But apparently he knocked... Apparently he knocked up Leslie Jones while he was in America. 
So we got James Earl Jones coming back. We got Arsenio Hall coming back. We got John Amos coming back. I hey. thought he was dead. I'm not no, gonna lie. No, not John Amos. Didn't he die on Good Times though, right? He died on Good Times. He died on Good Times. Yeah. yeah well, he was James Evans. He died on Good Times. Damn, damn, yeah, damn. I, thought, I thought he actually died in real life. No. He did. We got Louis Arn- Anderson coming back. I don't know where you found that nigga. Yeah, okay, okay. Louis. We got uh, Queen Tubi. We got him coming back. Queen yeah. Tubi. And we got Vanessa Bell Calloway. Calloway, okay. She's What's she be, doing? I have no idea, but she's going to That was the bitch she was supposed to marry. Ooh. New cast, Wesley Snipes. Hey, Wesley. Fancy from Jamie Foxx show. Okay, she was in the first one though. She brought no. Fancy was in the water, and it said, "I'll uh, wash your royal penis." She said, "I'll wash wash your royal penis." I was trying to figure out how she found her way into this. Cause she found her way into everything. Cause uh, whatever her name is. Michael Blackson. Okay. Okay. Leslie Jones is the baby mother. You black nigga. I'm African nigga. You feel uh, what the fuck you say, nigga? I can't I'm get jiggy with the shit. I hit you with the shit, nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> the ball from Power, light skin ball. What's his name? The, oh the my. singing nigga. No, the singing nigga. He um. He didn't sing on Power, but he actually sings in real oh, life. Oh, uh, Dre? Dre. Oh, Dre. Yeah. Playing who? He's actually African. I don't like Dre. I, I think, think, his, I think he's he, like... Uh, no, I think he's uh, of African or Jamaican descent. Yeah, like yeah, like his yeah. parents are from the islands. He's an island person. Who island else we got? Man. Oh, what is her name? Um, She is in all the Cat Williams stand-up. What's her name? Luelle. Luelle. Luelle, yeah. Lunel. No, her name is Lunel. Lunel, yes. Lunel, I follow her as Lunel. We friends. She's in it. Rick Ross. Yes. That's who house they filmed it at. Is playing himself. <laughs> as he does in a lot of movies. Ricky Rose. Tracy Morgan. Uh, huh? Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Oh, that's a him. really good cast. This is a very interesting, funny cast. Like they are very funny, like without being together. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see if it's going to still be funny with them together, or is it going to be one of those things where it's just like like top five it's too much. Like, did you ever see Top Five with Chris Rock? No. His film? No. He had like damn near everybody in it, and it just wasn't as funny as I wanted. Right. I'm scared for coming to America too. I'm not scared. I'm not I scared. Am. I'm I am terrified. very confident because Eddie Murphy is on a uh, a good track right now. What he, he did with Dolomite was fucking fantastic. Dolomite is my name. Yeah, so that was like amazing. So that was I brilliant. am in pure confidence for him. Well, we gonna watch it on December 18th to see Hell what's yeah, going it's on. on we got the fire stick. We got the, the fire stick. I gotta connect if y'all wanna know. It's two hundred dollars. It's three hundred. I don't know where she got this two hundred. Oh, three. It's three hundred. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought maybe. I said what I said. Okay. All right, guys. So we're gonna end the hot topics conversation. That was a good hot topics. I don't think that hot topics is ever going to be topped. It could be. You just dropped a list of 
who's going to be in Tell me so, funniest film within this, this and, you know, theaters is closed and whatnot so it's going to be right accessible in your home yes we're going to have a couch button yes we have the surround sound shout out to you know my my uncle my aunt jean's husband you know Mr. Council, you feel me? Like, shout out for the surround system. And he melt TVs and shit. No, real life. If you need, if you're looking to have your living room turn into a theater. We got to connect for that. We got to connect for that. It's $1,000. For the equipment, okay? No, yeah, for it's the equipment. It's another 1500 to have them come in and install all of it. Yeah. I promise you, it's not no little rinky-dink installment, Okay. This man stays at your house for hours. You ever had to make sure? You ever had speakers <clears throat> on your ceiling? Yeah, I never had no shit like that. You ever been watching a movie and hear something in your right ear, hear something different in your left ear, but it's all a part of the movie? <laughs> and then you scared of shit, especially if you smoke the blunt. Because you, you scared of shit, and you turn around, you think you paranoid, you think you heard somebody on the but door. But it's really your surround it's sound. The surround sound. With your 70 inch TV that he didn't mount it perfectly to the wall that don't even move. Even if your walls are made out of, I don't know, sheets. Flat paint. <laughs> Flat paint. There's anything that could fall apart, but that 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 mount on that TV, that joint is secure. Hit us up, because we got to connect for that. I promise you, he's worth all the time and money that you can put into it. Okay, if you're going to buy a 70 inch TV, you might as well have it mounted well. Don't let little Ron Ryan match TV. That shit's going <laughs> to fall within a week. I'm telling you right now. But it ain't canceled when he get on that job. It's staying up even when you move the fuck out. <laughs> so the next segment of Just the Image for season two is going to be called Opt-Ed. Granted, we give our opinion the whole time when we talk about hot topics, but this is a particular section where we literally talk about pure opinion based. So, my question for OpEd is how many times do we have to hear Malcolm X's speech about black women being the most disrespected, the most underrated, the most unnurtured person in America before we actually give a fuck about black women. Mm-hmm. And I ask that because of the state of what's going on with us. We got recently we got Meg Thee Stallion. She got called a snitch, mm-hmm. a liar. She ain't shit. Oh, she got shot because she's really a man. Oh, she didn't really get shot. She's lying. She really got shot by somebody that she walked away from, whether she was dealing with them in a romantic sense or not. She got shot by a black man who thought that he was above it all and he had the right to shoot her because how dare you walk away from him. You got Breonna Taylor who was asleep in her home with her man and and was murdered for sleeping. Got the other young lady, I can't remember her name right now, who was playing video games with her nephew. Oh, yeah. Who was shot while playing video games. You got black women who are just disrespected on a daily basis. Walking down the street. The workforce. The workforce. Everyday life. They telling you to smile. They asking you, well, why you look so me? Well, why you want to talk to me? Oh, you cute. What's your name? And then you don't respond. And they're saying, fuck you. And you're a bitch. And you're a whore. 
You do any, black women literally can't do anything. We can't sleep. We can't dress, we can't wear our titties out. We can't cover our titties. We can't wear our legs out. We can't cover our legs. We can't wear our arms out. We can't cover any, no matter what we do, we're constantly disrespected and we are not seen as human. So how many times do we have to hear the Malcolm X segment of the speech about black women before we actually give a fuck about black women. And this is an important topic because most 26, I'm 31. Damn. Peach. I'm a woman of a particular age. As a woman age. of a particular age. And so we all come from, Mo oh, and I no. are both millennials, but I'm an older millennial. She's a younger millennial. Like she was around when Moesha. I was around when Moesha <laughs> was popping. And I thought I was Brandy, but that's I not was the a point. Young thing. So... Being that we had the three of us here, I really want to get into this because as someone who, and Mo and I talk about this a lot, I didn't know what it meant to be a black woman until my late 20s, until I was late 20s, 30. What that actually meant. I didn't realize the the power in it, and I didn't realize the powerlessness in it also. And I was, you know, walking around a lot of die, you know, I went to, you know, a black school, but not really a black, like, I went to a black elementary school, but it's just because of the neighborhood, but it was Catholic. And I went to an all-white high school, and I went to an all-white college, or majority white, primary white college. And so, I never thought I was a white girl, but I never really understood or embraced what it meant to be a black woman, or a black girl. Mm-hmm. And... This is why I say Mo sounds inspiring because she's really turned me around into full circle and realizing what these different things mean. So when will and it's frustrating because I find that we are so disrespected and the more you realize that being a black woman, you are black women are disrespected, the more you realize what's going on, the more it fucking hurts and sucks every time you see it and the more frustrating it is. Every time you see it, and it's the little thing to the big things. I got into a whole argument with one of my cousins because he's under the impression that because he treats his mother well, that he respects black women. Respecting and loving black women goes beyond how you feel about your mother or your daughter or your your wife or your girlfriend or the mother of your child. And that's only if you respect them because if you don't respect them, then you don't respect them. So I want to get into that a little bit because I have my opinions. Mo, I know has her opinions, and Peach, I know has her opinions. So I mean, who's 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 going first? Who's setting it off? Who's gonna? I mean, you you being the 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 most like the most knowledge, the most well versed in it. I think you should go first. My shit gets a little jaded because I'm a little older, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you why. All the 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 things that you're talking about and discussing is is you as a young woman starting out living, learning, going through some things and going through the process. And I ain't saying I got all the answers, but there's a certain tolerance that I'm not going for mm-hmm. at my age that I can say that at 25 or at 30 that I may not have had. My life experiences have made me come to realize that I'm powerful and I am who I am if I got a male support or not. Mm -hmm. 
the male support of black women is there. Is there. Is there. I'm not going to shoot on and say it's not. Mm-hmm. But there's a fire that's within a, in a woman, especially a black woman. It's in all women. I, I don't want to just category to where it's just into white women or, or, or Spanish women. It's in all women. But there's a different type of fight that we have that we've endured and we've either got shitted on it about it, mm-hmm. feel bad about having it, or feeling insecure about how we supposed to betray it. And because I'm a little over and I lived through being a young teenager and a and a twenty something and a thirty something, me at forty five, everything I have and everything I feel is is me. I'm not asking you to save me. I'm gonna save myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And saving myself does not mean that I don't need you. It just means that I have knowledge of myself as a woman and who I am that is different from years ago. You weren't a woman or somebody special unless you had babies mm-hmm. or unless you had a husband mm-hmm. or unless, you know, you were or something of that magnitude, you know what I mean, that was supposed to show that you were all women. Mm-hmm. There's women who never had children. There's women who who never get get married. They're still women. Mm-hmm. They're still powerhouses. Mm-hmm. They're still doing the things that they're doing. And with the men who used to women being that certain way, what they got to do is celebrate those women who have evolved and not just being categorized as just one certain type of woman. We, we're just not in the kitchen anymore and just having babies and, and waiting for the husband to come home with the check. We get our own money. Mm-hmm. We compliment you when you allow us to compliment. Can't be insecure because I make more. What are we both doing to contribute to this family? Money doesn't put a status. And I'm just, I'm going a little bit, I'm stretching a little bit because it all applies about who you are and what, what womanhood represents. You lay in my bosom, but at the same time, I can console you that way. But if I need to hold the gun too. And when I say hold the gun. Hold the gun to fucking work. Hold the gun to fucking kids. Not a literally a gun. But being a, a force behind of what you got going on too. Mm-hmm. We raising these kids and I got to work. My husband work all day. Let me make sure these kids get off to school. Let me make sure he's good. Or whatever. Gun doesn't have to necessarily mean the physical sense of pulling the trigger. But I like the analogy of it, the force, the, the, the fact that I don't want my woman to have to do that. But if she had to, she can. Mm-hmm. So men got to let women be women in their growth and in their development and in their involvement. We evolving. We can't just sit by the wayside and not say anything anymore. And my thing is when you choose a woman and you have a woman... Be careful about the woman that you choose. If you holding everything down as the man, who supports in there to back you up when things go awry? You lose a job. You get sick. That's one of the biggest things with me. He can make all the money. He can be great. He can do this. He can do that. But you know what humbles a motherfucker? When sickness and ailments and disease and things like that kick in. 
You want a strong partner. You can't have no docile woman who who just fearful about things. You need you need her to be there in support of what y'all have with y'all family. Mm-hmm. And she brings a tenderness and a and a softness when it's needed to be. And then she builds and she can force and the support and an ally when you need her to be that too. I think that we're so dynamic as women that you're shortchanging yourself when you try to just make her to be one avenue. Mm-hmm. That's what I got to say on that shit. And my thing is, at me being, I'm 40-something years old, at the end of the day, I can't be no more than with that. I'm going to cry, and I'm going to support, and I'm going to be great all at the same time and supporting you. And I'm expecting the same thing from you. And I feel like going That's piggy, my shit. a little bit of piggybacking off what you were saying, like we're not in the kitchen anymore. But even when we were just in the kitchen and in the home and just with the babies, we were still the background to your foreground. Facts. All the time. So right. if your home isn't right, you can't go out and do whatever it is that you're doing. Down from you not having a hot, from you not having a hot meal all the way down to your shirt not being ironed. Yeah, yeah. My question is, when do we get the respect that we deserve? I don't have to be like. Granted, we are we now live in good year of twenty twenty or some type of year of twenty twenty where black women can literally do anything, right? And as much as we have held down and respected and been the background to the foreground of men, black men, when when are they going to do that for us? So are you saying that you feel like that it's not there or it's not as reciprocated as it is? I feel like it's not as reciprocated. Yeah. I feel like as many, as much as we do, it's never reciprocated and it's always seen as there's always some kind of backlash when it comes to us down to from it's and it's literally in everything and it brings all the way down to what's been going on for a while now but a little bit like not more than recent but it has been in the recent news of like the hashtag say her name mm, okay we fight women literally lead when it comes to these our black men being killed and harmed and disrespected and we sit on the forefront and we lay on the forefront and we give up our lives and we stand in front of you when cops try to hurt you and we try to protect you and my question is when will we get the same protection when will we get the same love the same respect when will we receive it Mm -hmm. again how many times do we have to hear the quote from malcolm x before because literally they play it all the time and i've played and i've heard it so many times in the past year than i've ever heard in my entire life how many times are we gonna have to play this quote for y'all to realize that we need what we give to Mm y'all and it's, and a lot of times it's hard for men, black men. I'm specifically talking black now. Black men because me as a lesbian. I don't do black men anymore, sexually. <laughs> I used to. 
And I called it childish because that was before I was living in my own truth. It's not because it's childish to fuck black men, but I was living in my own truth back then. I was on some old other shit. But I don't, I don't do them anymore. I don't have sex with them. I don't date them. I'm not interested in them. But it doesn't mean that I don't care about you. I care. And I care more be- I care more than I have brothers and I have nephews and I have I have I have men cousins. It's more it goes beyond that. But I feel like for black men it doesn't go beyond that for y'all. Y'all don't give a fuck about R. Kelly unless you have a daughter. Mm. Y'all don't give a fuck about an old, uh, uh, older woman being disrespected unless you give a fuck about your mom. Mm. Because your first thing is, that could have been my mom. That could have been my aunt. That could have been the woman who raised me. But why don't you care just because she is a black woman, despite your issues with the, own, with the black women in your own personal lives? We can look outside of our personal lives. I have many, I've had many issues with my dad. I have many issues with my brother. In the same token, I don't want any black man to die. I don't want any black man to be killed, and uh, I don't want them to go through the shit they have to go that they've been going through. But yet, when it comes to us, you have to have a reason in your own personal life not to want it to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And if it does happen to me, you don't know me on a personal level. Well, you find some excuse as to, oh well, what did she do? What did she say? Facts. What did she wear? What was she doing? Yeah. Oh well, she looks like this, so this must have happened. Oh well, he said this. So mm-hmm. black men literally stand behind and for other black men right, wrong, and different. But black, when it comes to black women, we have to have a reason, an excuse. It has to be something. You have to, it has to be justified. Right. Yes. yes. Why? And when is it going to be over? When are you going to stand behind us just because the way we stand behind y'all just because? Just because. <laughs> just because. Just because, no. I'm just real sure, and I, I genuinely always like to bring up history, and we're conditioned this way, and this it goes back into the realm of economics. Mm-hmm. It goes back into the realm of religion and spirituality. It goes back into the realm of how men and women should interact and everything like that. We are literally conditioned f- from every forms of life you can think of. Just everything. To, to behave this way and this is something that a person or a group of people force, foresaw or foresee into the future or whatever, I don't know, and predict this outcome of us. It's, it's systematic things that have why men and women are at odds with black women and black women could be... It's systematic know, is what you're saying. Yeah, why they're at odds with each other. Yeah. It's a systematic thing, you know. We don't necessarily come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, back in, you know, in our, you know, ancient Africa, women were knowledgeable. They mm-hmm. went to women for advice on how mm-hmm. to, you know, what how are we going to run these uh, uh, civilizations that mm-hmm. we're building. And everything. Mm-hmm. Like women were important. So mm-hmm. when you strip people from their natural land, their natural way of thinking, their natural way of life, and everything like that. They become savage-like individuals. Mm-hmm. So now I don't see my, my black man, this is a woman's story, I don't see my black man as a partnership. I see him as maybe competition. Mm-hmm. You know, I see that, you know, we're both trying to get the same fucking job, so I'm going to do everything to dog you out, vice versa, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, as a, you know, we just, it's, it's, it's reasons behind everything that you feel. And 
know. So what's the result? Or is there any? I feel like the result is realizing that really you taking a deep look into your, into what's going on to realize that we have your back. And you have no good goddamn reason for not having ours. Mm. You you don't have a reason. But you got to understand it's all systematic. Though. No, I'm not understanding that it's all systematic. Sist- I understand and that. And I even understand the saying, unfortunately, that what they say, black men are the white folks and black people. I can understand why you feel that way, but I also feel like, okay, the women over there in India, they could feel the same hurt and pain mm-hmm. from their from their men. From their men, you know, yeah. I th- I think it's men entirely. <laughs> right? No, and I'm not. And I don't even think it's just like a black man thing. I think we live in the world of patriarchy, mm-hmm. and men are raised. To be dominant in a sense right. by society, like if your parent, if your household gonna make you, you know, go on a baby you and shit, the world is never gonna baby you. And I think they're raising that way to like rule, supposedly with an iron fist in a sense, and or be like they're in control. Like society makes men do that. Yeah. And but it's crazy because men put their own shit on other men so then you like kind of be like oh fuck it I don't want to be like that or I don't want you know right. what I mean they make the rules for you like other men make men the make rules the for rules that I men are thank supposed you guys to be the breadwinners however they get mad at women for, for upholding what they put out there exactly. not a conversation right. a do you get what I'm saying and I just feel like I've never dated a man um, you know I'm not interested in a man go back look man. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying However, I can get how they can become psychopathic. No, and I get that. Literally, the structure of the society makes them Uh, psychopathic. mm -hmm. Are you feeling what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you the peach. Stay tuned for the audio. So that's why it's always a thing. Men don't want to get uh, fo- get their mental health focused. You continue don't to talk about uh, watch my podcast on the time of the Because they're living in the way to make them psychopathic. Until uh, next time. Not all men, but whatever. Like, Stay I'm tuned. Like, but, and that's the other thing. Like, I'm not saying, like, black men have to be, like, I'm not saying, like, and I'm, I'll never do this thing. I'll never do that thing where people be, like, because I've heard it. I've heard it said, like, oh, well. Puerto Rican men treat their women like this, and Indian men treat their women like this, and Muslim women and Muslim men treat their men treat their women like this. That's not what I'm saying. Under any circumstance, I'm not even talking comparison. What I'm asking, no, I know it's not about comparison. I'm saying, no, I'm not saying it for you. I'm saying for all. I think just men in general, right? You know what I mean? They're they've been in a patriotic, patriotic. I don't know patriarch. Patriotic. 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 You can be whatever. a patriarch, but you can be patriotic. Maybe, whatever. They've been in I a had supreme... to stop, but I got to pee. <laughs> That's fine. They've been in a supreme stance, I should say, for a very long time. Because in the history of humans and shit, strength always technically, like, quote unquote kind of went. Right. Right? That's the mentality. But as humans develop and people minds as humans develop and people minds become 
more open and shit like that, you realize that it's not about strength. Mm-hmm. But that I, that don't that don't come until you know that comes with wisdom though. But you realize it's not about strength, and you realize that the turtle can outsmart the rabbit all the time, all the time, right? All the time. And I think that is what occurring year after year, generation of generation, women are outsmarting the rules and regulations that men have put on them right from mm-hmm. some sort of like generational thing like women are supposed to be like this women are supposed to be like that right. women are superseding every expectation that men put on them so when a force is that powerful no one can stop it you get what I'm saying women we already know is the dominant species. Facts. No, this is not even like no capture. No, that's facts. This is not because they always like say there's more there's more women than men, which is true. Mm-hmm. But women are the dominant species in quantity and in logical thinking. You telling me, motherfuckers? Majority of people in this country believe in God. God is an emotional, mental, get, you know, I have faith in this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? They say that women are emotional. You don't think God moves in a way of emotions, of the way that he feels? You don't think God was hanging out with prostitutes and, and, and thieves and all that shit because... You know, he was just trying to be cool and shit. No, he felt like, damn, I emotionally connect with these niggas, and I'm going to emotionally try to help these niggas. Right. Faith is an emotion. That's not like a, a, a physical form. It's an emotional thing. It's a mental thing. Women are in tune with their emotions and mental. We're the most connected to God of anything in this fucking world. And if you don't realize that, that's what's wrong with you. And, um, yeah, this has been a hell of a good podcast. I'm kind of hungry. Here you go with your shit. I once had a tweet, um, wrote a tweet, published a tweet, created a tweet that basically said... Well, didn't basically say. It says, you know, when it comes to talking about the death of black men that are being murdered and the rate of black women that are being murdered, and this is just talking in a strict uh, police form, police one, y'all will kill over the hashtag, I have a black son, while black girls and women are literally out here getting their ass whooped and y'all don't see shit about it. And that's my problem. Hashtag I have a black son. Hashtag I have a black daughter too. Because I've literally seen people who have black children, sons and daughters. And they will only uprise or protest or speak on the part about black men being killed. And completely negate I have a black daughter. I'm putting you on game on why that happens. No, and I understand 
I under, no, I understand everything you're saying and why it happens, but my call of action is it needs to stop. It needs to and stop. This it, is this, listen, baby girl. This is, is in the same realm of all the shit that's fucked up with black people. True, that is very. It's true. all in the same bag. That is very like, true. This is all the same shit. Economics. Relationships, mental, livelihood, environment. This is all the things. This is just another thing to bitch about. And what we need to do as people and as individuals that's trying to really make change is put out the energy, put out the respect, put out the vibes that we want onto ourselves. True. And that's the only way you can change shit. Put people on game, give provide information. That's the only way. But bitching, moaning, complaining, wishing things were different without taking action doesn't really matter. It's just a bag of shit that we already as black people in this world, in this country have to fucking deal with. And again, I'm hungry. I said that twice. This is actually your second time saying that. So, <laughs> this is a great first episode. Um, I'm, we're going to end on that. And I just want to, I really just want to end on reflecting on my question and you know talks amongst yourselves and you know always come on to you know just the image instagram and have your comments or dm me follow me on twitter x candace jasmine jasmine with a y not an i we can definitely talk about it lend your opinion good bad whatever i take all kinds of things i don't really give a shit you don't have to agree with me and you can do whatever it is you need to do um <laughs> Right, I don't give a shit. I'm like I'm at that point. I don't care. But, you know, it I wanna just reflect on I want everybody to reflect on the initial question. How many more times do we have to hear it before we give a fuck? Infinite amount. Infinite amount. And I say that because it is what it is. Again, it's another thing to check off on what black people need to fix and go read. Because I, when I talk about us as humans, I only refer black. I'm talking about black people. Right. I connect with black people. I am a black person. Other stuff, I can't relate to a white person because I don't know. I can right. relate to Facts. you as a human that this COVID shit is real and you need to wear a mask. I mean, that's about it. But I can't relate to your culture or anything of that nature. So when I talk, it's specifically about black people. And again, um, as us black people need to love each other and come together and, and be one. And I'm out because I'm hungry. Always. And this is the third time I said it. All right. Okay. Okay. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up. So the last thing, the last part of the podcast for the seasons now and beyond will be the Mary Jane Jar. I introduced the Mary Jane Jar in the first season. And the Mary Jane Jar has nothing to do with weed. Get your mind out the fucking, not even the gutter. Get your mind away from there. <laughs> Okay. I love with a Mary Jane. 
the Mary Jane jar is because I really love the show being Mary Jane and you know she always had those post-its on her wall and mirrors and things um, of quotes that really inspired her and how she started her day so the Mary Jane jar is a jar of quotes by black women um, and that's what we're going to leave you guys with so in the midst of the conversation wrapping it up I selected one and I'm going to read this one and we can wrap this up because the producer is hungry and we can't continue to starve her. So this quote is, it was when I realized I needed to stop trying to be someone else and be myself, I actually started to own, accept, and love what I had. Mm. And that's from Tracy Ellis Ross. And I hope you guys take that with you into the remainder of your week and into your life. And I want to thank everybody for listening and everybody who joined us on Latanya LaPeach's Live. I want to give a special thanks to my executive producer, my sound engineer, the love of my life, my wife, Mo She Sounds. keeps throwing sound engineer out there, and I keep fucking up the sound. No, but it's okay. Know, you know, no, it's, it's okay. all to trials. <laughs> And tribulations. It's okay. We're only in season two. All right. We got ways, seasons and seasons and seasons and seasons and seasons to go. Years to go. Yes. But I want to thank everybody uh, for listening. And I want to thank Latanya LaPeach, who stepped out. She left us. Um, had to do some things. But I do want to thank her for coming out and joining us and lending her opinion. It's always, always, always welcomed and very, very much appreciated. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget to check out Eats for Beats, who this podcast is powered by. That's Eat, Eat the number four beats. And, you know, always follow us on Just the Image, the Instagram, and follow me on Twitter at xcandishjasmine. And we're out. Yeah.